Hey everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Show. I'm Brian. And I'm Ben. And uh, of course this is the spin-off of Wicked Good Show, the, the series within Wicked Good Show where we cover Rick and Morty. So yeah, we're, we're done with the mid-season already, Ben. How, how do you feel? Uh, I feel sad that this is the uh, last Rick and Morty we're going to get for... Uh, who knows how many months? I know. At least they went hard in the paint on this one. I felt. Yeah. They really uh, yeah. went for it. Uh, we had Snake Hitler. So how many shows can you say that? You know? Yeah, we had uh, Snake Hitler. We had uh, Snake Lincoln being saved from... Uh, Snake John uh, Wilkes Booth. Snake John Wilkes Booth, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. All kinds of, yeah. You had Snake MIT. Yet another uh, society that was fascist, by the way. Because yep. when they, <laughs> they got the time machine, they saved Lincoln, and then the guy immediately hailed, you know? And then it was like, shit, gotta kill Hitler now. Yep. It's a running and, uh, theme of also... this. Every society is fascist. Yeah, definitely a theme. This is also the second episode in a row, uh, which referenced Molly. So yes, <laughs> definitely uh, makes you wonder uh, whether you know Justin Roiland <laughs> is uh, yeah a, bi- a big fan of uh, of the uh, of the MDMA. I mean, I don't want to speculate, but yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. So, so where do we start off with this discussion, Ben? Um. I mean, it's a time travel episode, so you can literally start anywhere, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, so then, where do you want to start off? Um, like we can just uh, we can start with the uh, the main uh, a plot, and then mm. kind of go and talk about the uh, the Jerry plot separately. All right, <laughs> sounds good to me. Um, so yeah, we start out, and uh, the whole uh, the whole storyline of the episode is built around uh, Morty. Uh, not following uh, simple instructions from Rick. It's mm-hmm. a classic Rick and Morty adventure. Uh, Morty is not following the simple instruction to stay in the car when they hit a flat tire. Uh, mm-hmm. And he ends up uh, killing an, a hero astronaut snake <laughs> from uh, a very contentious snake civilization. Yeah. Uh, I like, mean, the snake was kind of an asshole, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, definitely started there, right? You mm-hmm. know. Rick and Morty would just kind of mind their own business. There was no, uh, there was no discussion. There was the snake didn't even like hiss at them mm. and like give them a chance to, uh, you know, have some kind of uh, uh, peaceful resolution. Which right. Immediately went to the ankle biting. Yep. Which so deserves to die, as far as I'm concerned. He doomed I mean, his, his people you know, the second he decided. I think it was to, a she. I think it was. Oh, was she. One of the main she points. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. She doomed yeah. her people the second that she. Uh, she went yeah. went there, you know. Yeah, Brian's out here trying to uh, rewrite to snake negate, history. Negate, yeah, negate the uh, the uh, the uh, advancement of uh, of women snakes. Yeah, my my bad, everybody, my bad. It's just yeah. all all snakes are like inherently phallic. That's what throws me, you know. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, you're you're totally right. You're totally right. So, I love the line too. This part. Morty's like, I didn't know there were snakes in space, and Rick's like, it's space. Everything's in space. <laughs> so good. 
Yeah, I mean, we've seen, you know, animal versions of all kinds of different advanced civilizations, mm -hmm. and I think this is the first time we've seen a, a snake-based civilization. Mm -hmm. uh, well, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts overall on, uh, on the, the snake planet? Um, it was interesting, obviously, um, with them not really being able to speak. It kind of had like an almost silent film section. Uh, you know, I, there are obviously hisses and whatnot, but, uh, you know, I think they did a good job with visual storytelling and a lot of the scenes that were just, you know, with the snake planet. And of course, very interesting that despite it being a, uh, snake planet, it has a equal snake history to our own history. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds really? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's also interesting that the uh, the earth snake hissing is a different language than mm. the snake, like the intelligent snake plant language. Right. So it has to be translated. I mean, it only makes sense, right? That, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> I, oh, man. So, so, yeah, Morty obviously feels a tremendous amount of guilt for for this and he, uh, instead of just letting it go and letting them be doomed to nuke each other uh, into oblivion because they're all snake races, um, he, he tries to uh, send a earth snake in, in the other snake's place. Yeah, and that goes pretty well. Yeah, it goes great. Totally, totally not a big deal or anything. Um... Yeah, well, what do you, it ends what'd you think of, on the planet, right? Right. What do you think of that uh, whole whole thing? Um, I mean, you know, I think it's it's it was, it was pretty fun. Uh, it's you know definitely kind of a uh, like a sci-fi trope and like a, a sociology trope where mm -hmm. like the only thing that can stop uh, like the infighting of the of like humanity, for instance, mm -hmm. would be like uniting against a, a common enemy of like an extraterrestrial force. So we're seeing like a snake version of that. Really interesting. Same night as uh, the season finale of Watchmen, where the original uh, comic has a very similar storyline. Yeah, so no spoilers for that. Yeah, I don't know if they intentionally did that or just as like such a trope. We got a little bit of everything in here, though. You know, we got that. We got yeah, Terminator. I mean, yeah, a lot of Terminator references, and this was kind of like a meta commentary. On like the time travel trope and mm. genre in, in general as well, and like making fun of like time travel paradoxes. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, I think that was really, uh, really well done when the snake goes back to kill Snake Hitler, and then it's just like an endless stream of snakes coming back to stop him, to stop the other one from stopping him, and so on and so on. Yeah, and the and the Hitler room. Uh, gets like flooded with dead snakes. <laughs> yeah, just so good. Because yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean that's like the the classic, uh, like yeah, you know, another major time travel trope that like you know as soon as we uh, discover time travel, you know everyone says that they want to go back in time mm -hmm. and and kill Hitler, right? Right. Uh, and they also play another big one, which is like you know, stopping Lincoln from getting assassinated. Those are, mm -hmm. like, two of the big ones. Those two and, like, stopping the Titanic from sinking are probably, mm -hmm. like, the three main 
like time travel tropes. Mm-hmm. JFK too. Surprised yeah, we didn't get a JFK. Yeah. You know, eleven twenty two sixty three is the whole book and miniseries, right? Yeah, I think that has um has Rick and Morty like parodied or ripped off Stephen King before? You've got to. Oh, to think. yeah. I can't think of anything they off have the to. top of my the head, list. but yeah. Should be on the list, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was, of course, interesting. I liked the uh, little horrifying uh, version of a Terminator that was supposed to look like a human, but they don't really know what humans look like. Yeah, and uh, in the fight, uh, Beth gets, like, so spooked by it that she just kills it. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's, like, one of the uh, things that we've seen in, like, the new season four, um, like, opening sequence mm-hmm. that's, like, actually a real thing in one of the episodes. Yeah, I was actually wondering when I was watching the intro before this episode, I was like, I wonder which one of these, like, is actually real, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, all right, there's, there's one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we still have half a season to go to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe fill out a couple more of them, but yeah. Uh, it's good to know that some of those aren't just like complete uh, like dick teases. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I I always wanted to see the baby Cthulhu in a real episode, and it just never happened. Yeah, I think they're saving that one. I think that that like that's become enough of like a a like fan base mm-hmm. uh, wide dick tease that they're <laughs> just like kind of gonna wait as long as possible to drop that <laughs> the one. series finale. <laughs> yeah, Morty. Hey, why not? So, what else about the snake storyline did you particularly enjoy, or may or not enjoy? Of course. Uh, I actually, when I was watching it, uh, I wasn't like super into it, but like only after, like in retrospect, uh, did I kind of appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like in the moment, a lot of it kind of felt like uh, like disjointed to mm-hmm. me, like in terms of the uh, like the storytelling. Right. But in retrospect, I feel like that was kind of the point because it was like kind of satirizing time travel as like a narrative concept. Mm. And, you know, Rick breaks the fourth wall like he usually does uh, and like references how uh, like time travel is like a, a bad narrative device and mm. like it's uh, it's like kind of hacky and it's always going to get messy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty much impossible to have a completely compelling time travel movie i've heard primer's pretty good but i haven't seen it um, <laughs> i mean depends what your definition of good is i have seen primer mm. um and it's definitely a, a film that you have to watch like many times in order to understand what the hell is going on mm-hmm. it's like intentionally confusing right, right. Uh, and like every single like scene and plot point is like uh intentionally misleading mm-hmm. uh and like you, it never is like extremely clear when like like the order of events that are happening. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think that I think that you know, Primer is kind of a cult, you know, classic cult mm. film because it's like seen as this film that you have to like this intellectual film, quote mm. unquote, where you have to watch it a million times to understand it. Mm. Um, and it's like, definitely uh, is a yeah, prime example. I like. Looper. I thought that was a decent time travel movie. Uh, mostly, uh, I, mostly because it was like, hey, 
time travel's complex, so don't think about it. And I was like, all right, yeah, I mean, if you're telling me not to, I won't movie. Uh, yeah, I think that was kind of one of the things that turned me off of Looper, honestly. Like that, <laughs> it, like the, the, the ending, like the, them leaning so far into like, oh, the ending is, is for sure a paradox. Like, don't think about it. You know, don't, mm-hmm. don't pay attention to the fact that it actually makes no logical sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. This, this, uh, Wait, we had some fun with it in this episode, such as uh, Rick coming in and be like, no, I thought there'd be a time machine here. I'm going to have to invent this myself. I don't even know snake math. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on top of that, there's actually a lot of little, um, like, if you go back, there's a lot of little, uh, like, breadcrumbs uh, with, like, Rick and Morty's... Uh, spaceship being in like the corner of the scene uh when they're originally coming into the snake pentagon like there is these little uh uh things that set up the time travel storyline even before it's uh made clear that there's going to be time travel in the episode mm-hmm. yeah i mean hey i gotta respect that it it serves for repeat viewings for sure um so yeah i mean anything else you want to talk about at the main storyline no, I think that you know it's the 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 whole like paradox situation where the future Rick and Morty come back. They give Rick and Morty the time travel information and the bracelets, and then they go back to Snake nineteen eighty five mm-hmm. and give the time travel information to the Snake scientists at Snake MIT. Yep, just an endless <laughs> loop. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of get the payoff at the end where Rick and Morty have to like do all the like uh, tedious work that the mm-hmm. future Rick and Morty had done to set up the easy situation for them. Yep. And uh, Morty gets punched in the eye by Rick <laughs> for leaving the spaceship. Yep. So it all comes around. Should have just stayed in the fucking car. <laughs> all right, so... On the other end of this, we have a Jerry episode, or storyline, rather. Yeah, a very uh, holiday-themed, coming into uh, to Christmas coming up mm-hmm. here. Well time. Where it's all set up all set up with uh, Jerry trying to do the very complicated task of putting, putting up Christmas lights on the house. Yeah, and he won't let Rick help him, because he feels emasculated by Rick, obviously, and by Rick's yeah. inventions of, to make everything easier. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that Jerry just kind of feels emasculated by the universe, but, you know, mm-hmm. mostly Rick. Right. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Yeah, he's, he has a pretty interesting way to help Jerry with and let him feel like he's not actually helping him that much. Yeah. He makes Jerry's body uh, buoyant uh, compared to air, and he makes uh, Jerry's shoes heavy compared to air so that mm. he can... Uh, sit within an equilibrium of floating in air, basically. Yeah, so he can hang it, and then, uh, of course, Jerry has to take it too far. Yeah, he decides to go and try and show up some people at the uh, the local b-ball court, try and prove that white men can jump. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, they, they think he's, uh, he's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine why they'd get that idea. That was such a funny line. I have some power I need to exercise before it's gone. 
Oh my god. <laughs> he jumps and knocks his shoe off and flips away. Oh, so good. <sighs> yeah. Uh <laughs> So what what was what what do you think the the best part of the whole like Jerry storyline is? Cuz I I know which like my which part was my favorite. Um I liked the horrifying disembodied head creature that Rick made for the phone call. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. That was dark. <laughs> Shit. They showed him, he had some other ones too that he had. So yeah. Had right. I had to go back. I saw a pizza guy for sure. But yeah. I had to go back and check what those were. Um, but yeah, so he, he references uh, the movie Click when he mm-hmm. freezes uh, uh, Beth and Time so that right. he can uh, you know, let Jerry go on and uh, prove that he's capable of, you know, uh, saving his, his own ass rather mm. than having Rick do it for him. Right. Uh, but, yeah, my favorite part after um, Jerry uh, crashes a, a plane by uh, mm-hmm. knocking a, uh, a time traveler into the... A time traveling human snake hybrid... Yep, trying to uh, trying to save uh, Jerry because the snakes uh, have like started worshiping Morty as like mm. a, a demigod or something. Yep. Oh man, all very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite scene was after he did that and he got down back to Earth, and he ends up uh, dragging a boulder into a dive bar. Mm. Well, that was that was before I think. I oh, was it before? Yeah, because then he gets flown oh, off, and then he. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the boulder right. into the dive bar was a great scene. Yep. <laughs> He's like, no boulders are allowed in here. <laughs> it was just so <laughs> confrontational to him. I'm pretty sure that was a uh, Terminator reference as well, right? Where he goes into the Is dive bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, what do you think you can take me? He's like, no, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so good. <laughs> See, all the two, with you. Yeah, all the two is like, yeah, put the boulder down. The thing is, you have a lot of ceiling fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a ridiculous show! I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry's quest to be redeemed—he probably killed a lot of people in this episode. I mean, we don't. We never saw the plane actually uh, crash. True, right? he, he lived, and he was on the outside of the plane. So, you know. sure. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I don't know how well that plane would have uh, would have done either way with uh, both of the uh, pilots. <laughs> on Molly, Molly. Yeah. That's yeah, so good. <laughs> uh, what about Molly, you feel oh. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I get some? Can I have some? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. But yeah, they all they come back. Everyone's killing the snakes, uh, waiting for the time travel paradox or the snake to eat its tail, literally. And uh, yeah, so that happens, and Jerry's on the roof, and we're like, "Oh, I was, I was here the whole time." <laughs> He's like, well, "You didn't help me." I was screaming. He's like, "Yeah, I can hear you over my screaming." <laughs> 
I mean, that is that is totally uh, a reasonable uh, Jerry thing to do, right? So, oh yeah, it's pretty definitely. believable. Lie. I I would say so. And then, of course, he falls <laughs> off the roof. <laughs> Just to end the storyline. The whole yep. thing they're trying to line. avoid yep. from the very beginning. He just breaks his leg. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So yeah, what'd you what do you think of this episode as a whole? Um yeah, like I said, coming out of it right after I watched it, I uh wasn't super high on it. Uh I thought the like the the storytelling was kinda like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh but like in retrospect and like kind of you know uh thinking back on it uh mm. with some time uh i think that like that's kind of the whole point where you know the the storyline doesn't really like flow and make any sense mm. with like all the time travel stuff and it's like kind of over the top ridiculous yeah mm. uh, in like the way that the the story plays out as like a commentary on the fact that like you can't write a, a time travel story that's like you know, narratively coherent. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think? But yeah. Uh, I liked it. I just thought it was so silly and such a fun like takedown of time so we got we done takedown of heist movies, now we've had a takedown of time travel movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh I'm actually I think uh what I wanna do is try and have like a ranking of these five episodes just mm-hmm. coming out of this. And then we can, uh, after the end of the full season, we can rank what I assume is going to be all ten episodes. Mm. Uh, so, what, what do you what do you think your uh, your like ranking right off the top of your head would be? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> What's number one? What's the best episode of the five? Uh, have, I liked. Uh, yeah, sorry, I liked the heist one the best personally. Okay, that's interesting. What about you? I actually think that I would put the heist one uh, last, honestly, which is surprising. Mm. But, uh, I would probably put uh, the uh, either the dragon one or the app development one first. Uh-huh. Um, I like. I really thought the dragon one was just like really fun, but yeah. you know, it was like also like stupid, like juvenile mm. humor from oh, like yeah, the start. Um, so I think I'd probably put the app one number one, mm-hmm. and then the dragon one number two, uh, and then I'd probably put episode one right before this one, and mm-hmm. then I'd put the heist one last. But I think all five episodes are very strong. Yeah, uh, well, no, what, I, what I, I think, um, yeah, no, I liked the app probably second most, um, mm-hmm. then yeah, probably the same going down except, uh, yeah, dragon episode one. And then, uh, I guess this one would be my fifth, but it doesn't mean I didn't like it. You know what I mean? I still yeah. liked it. I think there's some really amazing jokes in it. So it's it's hard because, like, like you said, that there's so much good of all these episodes to where, like, you know, it, it's you can everyone has a different like experience of it, but it doesn't mean anything's bad. Right? No, for sure. Uh, it's kind of interesting that I I think that I put the two because you talk about these two like takedowns of genres that like mm. those were like my number four and five mm. uh, and maybe like uh, I kind of have a a uh, an adverse effect to the episodes kind of coming in with an agenda 
right. specifically satirize like one specific thing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I didn't like the episodes. Right. Now I get you. Definitely. So is there anything else you want to talk about before we close it up for, for this half of the season? No, I mean, I'm uh, very happy with the uh, the season so far. Uh, I'm excited to see the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, the show is still putting out quality stuff. A lot of people like to complain on the internet. That, oh, you know, yeah, I'm not even reading the internet know. about this. I'm not going to let them read it for me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, like I'm still enjoying the episodes and mm-hmm. they're still good. There's, there's no, like, I think there have been, you know, mediocre episodes in the past mm-hmm. and I don't think these five, any of them have been mediocre. So, mm-hmm. uh, I have just no complaints. I'm excited yeah. to, well, for the next half of the season to come. Yeah, absolutely. Same here. And, uh, you guys can catch us soon, uh, where we're going to be talking about the circle. Um, yeah, uh, two weeks from Wednesday, we have the premiere episodes of The Circle coming out on uh, on Netflix, and the first eight cast members, the initial eight, because uh, the way The Circle works is mm-hmm. when people are eliminated for the first, like, half to two-thirds of the season, uh, when somebody is eliminated, a new contestant is rotated in. Mm-hmm. So the initial eight contestants... Uh, who will start on day one of the circle mm. have been released. All right. So that's very cool. Um, we're going to definitely want to be checking that out. Uh, ben, where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ben Sharon, B E N S H A R R O N. It's uh going to be a lot of uh, a lot of reality TV takes coming up the pipeline uh, probably uh, going to be rewatching uh, maybe a, a season of a, a certain reality TV show coming up soon as well for mm-hmm. any coverage we might be doing after our coverage of the circle right right so yeah um, yeah and you can find me on Twitter at the fake Mar. you can find the channel on Twitter at WG everything on Instagram at Wikipedia Everything on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Everything. Of course, the main channel is youtube.com slash Everything, And you can go to our website, uh, com. So we will see you guys soon. And, of course, shout out Brian Wong. I, I have no idea if you watch these or listen to these episodes. Uh, I, I kind of doubt it because you haven't mentioned it at this point. But if you do... There's a shout out. Can't can't let an episode go without one. You know how it is, Ben. Yeah, it's in the rules. So that's, everyone knows the rules. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching, everybody. We will see you very soon.